Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wet eggs, hungry man, dying with a book. Hello, hello. I am starving. Ugh, me too. And by the way, now I will not rest until I have spaghetti bolognese and chopped salad. Yes. Alongside, dropping on the table at the same time. Yes. I'm so hungry. I just, you saw me before we got on poop, we were on FaceTime. Yes. I scrambled some eggs, put it on toast. It's like it went through my stomach and directly onto the floor. Yes. (laughs) Or I just mean like it didn't take. And then Jacqueline here mentioned La Scala, which is a classic Italian Beverly Hills restaurant. Where I want to go because I want to try to go to those places. And I just brought up the website because I was like, we're going today. I'm going to force you. But they're completely booked until five. So we're fucked. Now I know I can't rest until I've had Italian. Yeah, I am hungry as well. I have begun. um, Oh, my God. So one of my dreams as a child, this is what I saw as the height of LA success. It was from a movie. Some guy in a very modern like apartment, I guess, opens his fridge and it's filled with like delivered pre-made food. Mm-hmm. Okay, like he's on some kind of program. In my mind, it's... This is a film? I think it was. It could have been television. <laughs> the image stuck in my head forever, okay? And he was in like good shape and it was this feeling of like it all being taken care of. Like I know. Like he's so rich that he has this freezer and fridge full of like the perfectly apportioned... I know. You know, nutrients to maintain his physique. Yeah. The promise of that. And I, in a panic last week, was so overwhelmed by food choice and making poor ones and whatever that I found something online and I ordered a week's worth of meals and I sort of forgot and then they showed up. Unbelievable. And it's been... And this is out of your own pocket. I mean, this is... Yeah. This is out of my pocket. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to eat free via Poog, but... Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So did you forget about what's going on? Are they rotting in there? No, 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 no. It's all good. There's no story here as usual. Oh my God, I have ravioli in the freezer. I'm saved. Okay, continue. Sorry, I just remembered. Okay. <laughs> no, it's... it's um. And it comes like in a Stouffer's plastic little thing that you stick in the oven in the microwave. And I actually enjoy not plating it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Plating it is devastating. Right. Plating it is an indignity. I mean, it's a whatever lipstick on a pig or whatever. Right. Eat it hovering over the sink. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm into like setting it on a plate. 
to formalize it ever so slightly, but treating it as a TV dinner. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. TV dinners are heaven. Did you ever eat one? Never. You literally haven't. I knew it. Okay. I get a hungry man today. Hungry man okay, is delicious. Okay. You know delicious. what? My parents did Weight Watchers at one point and they had the lean cuisines in there. Mm, those are heaven. And there was a Swedish meatball lean cuisine <laughs> that I think my dad would eat a lot. And uh, mm. I think I once had a little bit of it. Hated it instantly, but no Stouffer's. Sorry, now I'm distracted or I'm, I'm happy. I just, I'm remembering now that there's ravioli over there. So after we record, I'm going to brew up some tomato sauce. Oh, they have something to eat. You have something Italian. And have ravioli and pour Parmesan, put cracked pepper and Maldon salt on it. And then I'm going to get mm. into bed and watch Sex in the City. Again? What do you mean again? I'm rewatching. No, no. I mean, the other day, I feel like last Saturday was also a bed day. Sex in the City in bed with food, which sounds great. I mean, <laughs> I, I, to be clear, I don't mean that should only happen once a year. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's where I am right now. And I, I was pleased to see that in you. Last night frankly. at around 10 o'clock, I sauteed some mushrooms, mm. got into bed with them and watched Sex in the City. Mm. Had some mm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I have to say, it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. Well, I'm watching Sopranos, as you know, and oh god, I'm god, it's it's nice to just live in that house. I oh, mean, just to Sopranos. be inside of a Soprano home, <laughs> just to mentally live inside it while watching the show. You know what I mean? Do but, you crave Italian food? Yes. One more? time when I was a kid, my brother and I on like a Saturday decided to um, this was his idea. It was like watch The Godfather and we're going to eat. My mother had made like shrimp fradiavolo, I guess, the previous night. What's that? It's like spicy, like shrimp, mm. tomato kind of thing over pasta. Shrimp has been huge for me the last two years. And so we were like, let's watch The Godfather and eat that oh, in yeah. front of it. Really good. Heaven on earth. Wait, shrimp's been huge for you? Yeah, I used to always fear shrimp. And then I would say about two years ago, maybe three, because we erased <laughs> the pandemic, I was awoken to shrimp. And now shrimp now, shrimp now I crave regularly, big juicy shrimp cocktail mm. uh, is something mm. that I that I live my mm. life uh searching for mm, i had that last night Ooh, shrimp cocktail the sauce the horseradish but mm. i won't i won't i hate like if you go to like a shit restaurant and they give you shrimp cocktail and it's like the tiny little shrimp that are shriveled yeah that's hard for me to touch <laughs> I, i'm sometimes suspicious of the super large ones like they've been monsanto yeah i'm almost like yeah. is your meat gonna be flavorless like a big berry like a big strawberry oh yeah yeah oh my god a big monsanto you know? blueberry that's like the size of a golf ball and produces no flavor. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you remember those apples? I'm really into like when there was all that gem genetically modified fruit. They were like inventing new fruit. Like oh, the grapple. The apple that tastes like a grape? Yeah. yeah. My mom bought grapples. The grapple was really exciting. And they came in a four pack. I, I think so. In a plastic four pack. And it was like introducing the grapple. And it was like, <laughs> that was cool. I think Theta is, I, I could be wrong, Theta's but is shocked. Theta shocked? We can see or just her face. catching something yeah. else. Okay. I, I feel like Theta's eyes went it's, wide. Well, it's gone now, I think. And then also candy, uh, help me, cotton candy grapes, which are grapes that taste exactly oh, like cotton right. candy. And I, when I say exactly, I mean exactly. And they're bulbous. <laughs> they're like these grape bulbs. You pop them in, it tastes like cotton mm. candy. It's, it's shocking. Mm. And I don't know. I feel like mm. now... <laughs> Because the worst part of cotton candy, arguably, is the flavor, right? <laughs> it's it's the texture and the visual combined with the flavor that has some meaning. Well, it's you like, know, we eat through our eyes. You know, when th that was a huge thing that people would say. <laughs> well, what about getting different? What about getting different colors on the plate? Oh, and, you want to make sure you have that. a colorful plate: purple cabbage, green, plate. dark leafy greens. Um, red bell pepper. God, vegetable diversity exhausts me. I know. I'm just, God, the language around food and the attempt to encourage healthy eating when no one even understands anything about any of this and there's no agreed upon truth about food. Um, we're, we're all fucked. I will say Mark Hyman has really been a... A North Star for well, me. Well, Mark Hyman is one of the few that I... <laughs> I Mark actually, Hyman. No, that's what I mean. I mean, the Mark Hyman, for example. You're, do you watch his videos? They pop up a lot for oh, me. Oh, I see on, him on there you talking love him? about walnuts. You, you have an erotic look. I see him on there. He, he's the one that convinced me. Yeah. There's a Mark Hyman smoothie where he's like, here's what you do. Almond milk. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cauliflower. Frozen cauliflower. Berries. Mm. Uh... I'm forgetting the rest. Find it on your own time. But the big revelation there was frozen cauliflower <laughs> instead of, of course, yeah, frozen on, people, banana. Right? You have Google. They're Googling. For Christ's sake. Frozen blueberries, though, I do. If, I, I, I do. Maybe I have a smoothie once every 10 days and uh, that I make in-house. I refuse to purchase a smoothie because I think that's like 
$8,000 a year that you spend on smoothies if you get in the habit. How much are they like, 80, like at a $80. place? Like literally 12? I would say the cheapest is like maybe 11. And then an air one down here. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. They're $18. Oh. And then you have to tip your smoothie artist. <laughs> yeah. And you're, and then there's, you're leaving and it's a $20 goddamn smoothie, which I would say. The, well, I think some of the boldest work in the art world right now. Is happening in a blender? Happening. <laughs> <laughs> Remember you had that joke about what being an intern at Jamba Juice? Oh yeah, way back when. Classic. Back when I was starting out. Uh, back when I still had that hunger. Back when I still had that that dream. <laughs> yeah. Scribbling notes. Scribbling furiously. You know, a tiny a tiny notebook. Oh my god, my little notebook on the subway, peering over the top of it, hoping somebody would see me yeah. and want to kiss Notice me. Notice you to be yeah. seen writing. Yeah, you're always looking to fall in love. Always looking I know, for Felicity yeah. style in always New York. Always praying that at least six people want to kiss me at all times. <laughs> wait food i just want to there's something about oh the vegetables i just want to continue to talk about because it it's been landing on me i mean oh well i've been quite proud of myself okay. because three days in a row i've started the day with a little bit of water and Ooh. you know i hate doing that yeah. and then <laughs> okay really resist yeah. it uh, the whole lemon water thing that i cannot get clear on whether it does anything Nothing, or not it's like they all push it and then one of them i see them pushing it and then she says, the, the lemon's optional. I go, what? The whole, I thought the whole point was was that the lemon is, you know, acidifying yeah. and al alkalizing by virtue of being Listen, an acid. I hate even saying this, but I, and I hate Same. even saying this, but it is true that when, because I've been, for some reason, I've been dehydrating myself the last 10 days, I'd say. I'm just, the water just mm. won't come in. I just can't right. deal with the filtration mm. and, you know. It, refilling the aqua true. What I want to do is yeah. get a under the sink so that the water that comes yeah. out is perfect so I can just fill it up like it's from the spigot, like it's the olden days. And so, but listen, and again, I hate to, I hate to say this, but on the days when I start with a big old jug of water. Oh no, your skin looks better? No, 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 fuck oh, that. Oh, sorry. Okay, I sorry. was just going to say it is... This is the thing about hydration is that the more you drink, the thirstier you become, right? Oh, so when you're, yeah. when you're in the habit of not drinking water, you don't crave it and then it becomes hell to drink it. Exactly. But if you first thing in the morning, yes. chug a lot of water, the thirst that takes over is shocking. And that's why hydration is such a complicated issue is that you have to devote your life to it, right? And that you're peeing, you're peeing <laughs> constantly. And I don't appreciate this myth that like, what? It's just water. You have to devote your life to it. You're going to be peeing. You're carrying it. I don't enjoy the kind of social cachet of the of the elevated water bottle and the kind of the water bottle is like the new you purse. You enjoy it? No. You like it? I don't enjoy oh, you that. you don't? And I, and oh, I, but you, you tolerate it because you must devote your life? Well, I, here in LA, you know, I drive a car and so I'll have a right. glass water bottle in my car from time to time and I can drink the water in the privacy of my car. But I won't be, mm. I won't be toting it around. <laughs> but, but to suggest that drinking water is simple is such an, is such a cruelty to the masses because you're mm. peeing constantly, you're, you're carrying it around, you're, you're filtering. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a huge job. That's why it falls away from my life. Okay, because it's not an active part yeah, of it. Yeah, no, and you're not, nothing's wrong with and you so, that it's falling away. Yeah, if only the government would uh, find a way to just sort of force, <laughs> force hydrate us. <laughs> like, by which I mean, like, I don't know. Again, I just go back to the bus stops. Remember I had the idea about, about red light emanating from the, uh, under every bus stop. Oh yeah, of course. Thing or in the subways so that we're all being healed, you know, during the commute. It's very Marion Williamson of you. <laughs> and then also hydration, just a little spritz here and there. Like just as you're walking down the street, you sort of get spritzed and it sort of hits in your mouth. Maybe there's a <laughs> micro hydration method that could occur. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how they'd do it. I mean, they have water fountains around, I guess. I bought celery, if you can imagine. Chopped celery. To eat it? Yeah, I, like it's 1997. And I'm in an article about like preparing for, you know, a film. And well, you know, celery. Oh, yeah. Preparing for a film. I just crunch and crunch. When I eat something crunchy, I cook over crunch chips. myth. But why? When. That if you're crunching that, something, then if you're crunching it's a something, chip you're happy. Or it's celery. Right. And yet. No, actually. No, exactly. What a lie. What a it joke. Actually, crunching on celery pronounces the crunch, the lack of the crunch. The crunch isn't producing what it normally exactly. does. Exactly. Well, because it's a crunch with a tsunami flowing through it, which is not a crunch. <laughs> Chips are not wet. That's the problem. <laughs> it's not wet enough i mean i mean it's not it's not i got confused <laughs> i love sending something back at a restaurant because it's not wet enough oh my god well eggs how do you, i i tend to like a wet egg oh, blah, blah, blah. i want to dry I really, really? you like a dry scramble if i see the amniotic fluid hey guys 
Guess no. what an egg is? Well, no one quite understands because it's so disgusting. We wouldn't be able to live any longer right. if we knew what it was. But when you crack, oh, yo, look at the egg whites. Oh, you want some scrambled amniotic fluid? I mean, it's absolutely disgusting. And I eat eggs all the time. So you're disgusted when an egg isn't scrambled? A wet egg to just... me. I'm, I, I could truly projectile vomit across the room Wait. right now thinking about it because I just ate the egg. A wet scramble or a wet fried? I don't want it wet. Okay, listen. The yolk to me, form. I like over medium. I want a dark yellow yolk. And yes, I want some bleed. <laughs> So we're talking right now about a fried egg. Let's get clear. I want, I want some runniness on the yolk. And by the way, the yolk can be runny, right, but if that white amniotic fluid of course, from hell, no one would like that any being wet. Gelatinous, if I'm shaking the, if I'm shaking the plate and it's shaking, that's a failure. I'm throwing the plate. I'm bucking. I'm bucking off my chair <laughs> and doing a backflip. <laughs> Oh, right, like a horse getting a horse, out. It's a spooked horse. One of my favorite phrases is bucking orgasm. Ew. And if there's runny scrambled eggs, then I'm, I'm. Yeah, but I like I'm a, dissolved. you said over medium, like, no, but, but scrambled eggs, I don't like when they're too dry. I want it I mean, practically charred. If there's any wet in there. Serious? No, no, of course. Like here's what I did today. I scrambled it up, put some salt in there, put some cheddar in there. So there's a wetness kind of there's something gooey happening with the cheddar. Okay? Right. But, right. The, but you know, you know what but the scramble itself. There's nothing wet in there. OK. And by the way, let's I, not let's not let's not confuse I think, tenderness I don't, with wetness. Well, <laughs> here's what I'm picturing. If you if you laid a bounty, a single bounty on top of your perfect scrambled eggs for 10 seconds, press down, lift it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Would there be any moisture? Are you talking so dry? There would Thank because you. there's been so oil think, involved. There's been butter I don't involved. Mean, wetness is different than tenderness. No, but I'm saying what I think you're calling wetness is uncookedness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's what you fear. Okay. Not the wetness of a fresh item. I think you might be confusing because because I'm pretty convinced that if you went to so for example, like okay, an omelet prepared in a restaurant. Okay. Puke. Yeah. What? Sorry, now I'm just now I'm just acting out. <laughs> no, no, no. An omelet. By the way, I, I take it back. I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> that was something. Well, here, let me let me define for you my two omelets in a restaurant and which I like and which I don't. Okay. Okay. Go. I don't like when it's really puffy and it's folded over and it's like the omelet itself is like full of air. Okay, like it's really mm. like they might even like it. It. It's almost it's like spongy. It's so inflated. Yeah, I understand okay? that. Yeah, I don't like that now, either. Now, I remember at this place, Good Enough to Eat, um, a beloved brunch place on the Upper West Side, their omelets all stated something like, prepared the French way or something. Oh, there, sure. there was a little thing a little on the fold. menu yeah. that suggested, like, we do the loose French preparation, okay? Uh-oh, getting, yeah. And so it's going to be a bit wetter, and it was perfection. By the way, I want to say, because this is also what defines my life. I hereby strike everything I've previously said because thank you that wet French omelet that I'll do. Okay, I knew but you that's would. That's a whole different item. And to confirm, I'm talking about separately wet white gelatinous amniotic well, fluid shaking in that's hell. That's insane to me. That's as insane a prospect. Yeah, I mean, you've seen that in a restaurant. Uh, uh huh. And I've seen it in the privacy wow. of my own home when there was no one to turn to. But listen. I also want to say that this is because this is an image that I've never said out loud but that has that has been in my life forever. And this okay. is crazy because Lady and the Tramp has come up on Pook before. <laughs> but Lady and the Tramp, there's something that happens. Or oh, maybe it's 101 Dalmatians. Right. But a puppy is scooped up into a little blanket mm-hmm. and folded into the blanket. Mm-hmm. And I always permanently then associated that little puppy folded in the blanket with omelets and burritos. <laughs> right. And it's something, <laughs> this is again something that I preface this with going, I've never said this before. Although that somehow suggests that it should be said. But now I've said it. And that's an image. Not at all. Yeah. And actually, that does suggest. And also, I regularly, I mean, any time that I'm in a blank, I'm in a blanket or mm. my cat is, Cute. it's referenced as a burrito because it just is. And those babies, babies you see wrapped those up in a hospital, they the always time. call them little burrito, yeah. et cetera. But right? for me, it's the puppy. It's the lady in the champ, 101 Dalmatian. Well, no, I'll I'm find excited it. I'll put by it on that. Instagram. Sounds beautiful. Um. But yeah, no, a little French. Okay, we can close the book on this. The little French omelet that's typically with chevre and um, <laughs> chives. That can stay. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not the top. It's not the ingredients themselves, though, that go inside the omelet. That is the issue. It's the preparation. Yeah. But, we'll, we, uh, you know, we have to get a break. And often the simplest recipes are the hardest to master. Oh, right. I take back nothing. Okay, off you go. <laughs>
Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household, in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts we're back we're back 
I went to the dentist two days in a row and it's the only way to do it. Was it my dentist? No. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Um, but actually I'm going to see how they feel. Maybe I'll drop their name on a future thing. Maybe I'll get some Starbucks gift cards like you do. uh, I'll cut into your business (laughs) um, by recommending my, it was your dentist, right? You recommended (laughs) Poog and that the people are soaring in. Imagine. But wait, did you get, I went two days in a row and I want to say two days in a row. I went two days in a row. Sorry. I'll let you just talk. No, I enjoy the questioning, the probing. It feels like like hands all over me. I love it. <laughs> like like support. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went two days in a row, and I gotta say, I think that's the only way to do it. I mean, I've I've come up with this in the past. This concept of two weeks out of the year, I book nothing but appointments for two weeks. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, and, I, and some of them require, you know, dentists. You're supposed to go more than that, right? So whatever. That okay? Maybe it's two separate. You don't even need two uh, weeks. You would do one week and then another week. Yeah, one week and then another week. Okay. And it's like, hey guys, it's June one. <laughs> you know what that means? And then every day, like my job, okay, gynecologist, that dentist, GP, Dr. Derm. Oh my God. I mean, is that huge? That's really nice. I like that. I need a goddamn checkup. Me too. And I need blood work. I want it all. I need blood work. I want it all. I want the tapping on the knees. I want it all. I want them to look inside. Well, how does one, there's a question I thought yesterday when I was walking down the hall in the dentist, how the hell are you supposed to find a GP? It's impossible. They're hiding. Okay. How the hell? Let alone. I mean, that's your main guy. And I don't use guy gendered. I have a main guy and I think I've talked about him before. His son was a doctor. Who I love, but he's, he's, he's not in my network. It's out of insurance. So I never go to him, right? Unless it's an emergency. I went to him once because I was convinced I had a tampon stuck in me on a Saturday. There was no tampon. Oh, and then I charmed right. the whole office. They didn't charge me. You tap danced out. You tap danced out. Because yeah. it, so, it was so pathetic. They were so shocked that a woman <laughs> could have a phantom tampon like that. So I left. Um, was immediately proclaimed a hysterical. Similarly, I went to another doctor. I've been proclaimed a hysterical a couple times. I went to a doctor because I had a persistent lump in my throat, which is the classic like Freudian like, oh, calm down, bitch, you know, thing. Wait, calm down, bitch. Yeah. Oh, oh, globos. It's like something globos. Okay. And the doctor printed out like a Xerox thing from like the DSM four or something that was like a Xerox thing. And it literally had like hysterization, like it had like hysterical like in it. And I was like, this was like, you know, in the last six years, but no, anyway, the lamp went away. But the point is they were like, there's something you're trying to say that you're not saying like immediate Freudian. Meanwhile, there's a goiter. They were, they didn't even go that deep. Yeah. I know. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Globus continues to go on. Anyway, the point is, sorry, (laughs) no, but, the search for the general practitioner, the search for the doctor, that is the relationship that I want to cultivate. I dream of having like my doctor over for dinner. Uh, like yeah. that's like, it's like, I mean, I've have a deep now really exciting relationship with my new gynecologist Wow! and it's really popped off and I'm thrilled because I feel so seen and I feel like I can just like, <laughs> it's really gorgeous. Okay. Wow. I want that with a GP. I want to be able to go, Oh God, there's a shooting pain. Right. And I want them to go, Oh, here you go. I need that. I have no clue what I want in a GP, but I, how the hell do you find one when you, you don't like you can't how, really like impossible. do I Google GP like listen you go in within your <laughs> insurance like with my insurance <sighs> I had this woman that I went to a couple times didn't like her like I, I literally by the way oh this is huge I was telling her a certain issue she literally threw apple a day keeps the doctor away. I mean no. she suggested I eat an apple in the morning and at night no and I was like this was UCLA for constipation what for constipation yeah maybe it's good advice <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless no but she threw an apple a d- did you say to her oh apple a day no Thank you, i was doc. just done what else doc take two and call you in the morning yeah, yeah. oh a gala apple <laughs> a fuji like oh my god no reference to the varietal yeah no but i i <laughs> and by the way maybe I, and of course i didn't do it and so maybe that's on me but i'm like am i really gonna devote my life to eating an apple every morning and at night what? Well, well, you do devote yourself to some other practices, right? By the way, Hardly. do you drink matcha at all? Or is that just something sort of you reference? Yeah. I go in and out with matcha. Right now, I probably matcha hasn't touched my lips in easily two months. Okay. But I've gone through periods where I'm where I'm really into it. Okay. I was like an afternoon because I oh. I try to, you know, I only have like two cups of coffee a day max. Usually it's more like one. Right. But sometimes if I'm like, oh, it's three o'clock, then historically i would do a matcha i was gonna tell you my pride that i've been drinking a little water in the morning but there's more to it mm. okay i then have bone broth oh owl a cup of bone broth 
Uh, no, I, I drank through all the owl. Owl sent us stuff just saying that here. Thank owl you, Owl. Owl sent us fabulous stuff. And I, it was heaven. And uh, now I've ordered from Factor Foods, who I will be seeking sponsorship from. Okay. I don't, never heard of them. They're the ones that I got the, the meal delivery from, but oh. they also have bone broth. What led you to them? Instagram? <laughs> Fierce Googling. Fierce okay. Googling. What's their shtick? What's the shtick, like honey? 10 best keto option, you know, 10 oh, best, yeah. you know, delivery, low low carb, whatever, or like, you know, or thing that has different diet. I'm honestly know, really embarrassed at Sakara. I'm embarrassed for Sakara that they haven't reached out because yeah. I know some Sakara PR. People are listening to Boog, okay? Yeah. Where's the metabolism powder? Yeah. Where's the box salad? I once did Wait, a... I want I just saw the metabolism powder by Sakara yesterday in a online shop and... It's chocolatey, so I... That's, you know... You're interested. Yeah. It's, it's like... But it's like supposed to speed up digestion, yeah, metabolism. Yeah. It's always... It's I never mean, clear. Sometimes I feel like they try to confuse us, okay? Like, they say metabolism and they mean digestion, which is a form of metabolism, right. okay? But you all know we think metabolism means like you're burning cows that you eat instantly. And those are two different things, clearly. And I feel like they just sort of throw it under the blanket of fire in the belly. I'd love to try the powder. And again, I know Sakara people are listening and to have not received a box yet is humbling. Imagine working in a wellness store um, or, or, you know, at a wellness company and not and and knowing you haven't yet reached out to Poog. (laughs) It must just be horrible uh, just to just to wake up in the morning. To force and going, us to come to you. Yeah. And by the way, I'll do it because I've done it before and I'll do it again. And, I've, and I'm I'm open to beg. But um, I'm looking. Oh, by the way, if any hoteliers, OK, I don't even know if that's a term, but our hoteliers reach out to me. OK, I'm looking yeah. to be put up in a few places. Well, so am I. Reach out to me as well. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's just. I would love a free trip to Greece if anyone's listening. Yeah, if anyone's offering. Um, I'm curious. Wait. But, but the, sorry, the boxed meals. No, yeah. So bone broth. So I've, been, I've done a little water. Then I do the bone broth. Mm. Then I've been following with a, until I get my produce and my smoothie ingredients together, I've just been going, you know, I've just been grabbing a cold pressed greens only juice oh my at Whole God. Foods. And we share one what? of those because they're a little intense. So then we do, so that. Do you do a smooth? Wait, hang on here. Sorry. You're making smoothies? Yeah. No, that's the thing. Yeah. But I'm sitting on a blender looking to get back into smoothies. I read this book a million years ago, The Green Smoothie Solution. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> you know, it was one of these things where green smoothies can change your life. But you have to make sure your blender is strong enough or you're not damaging the cell structure, the cellular structure. Holy of, shit. Okay. But it's, it was all smoothie. It was anti-juice. And it was all. Yeah, and then, But, you lie. know, it was really crazy. Yeah. And the, the whole concept, which I do appreciate, okay, is fully, um, you don't have to remove anything from your diet if you merely add a green smoothie in the morning. Stop. Add. People start shedding pounds. <laughs> <laughs> What's in a green okay. smoothie? I, whenever people... Whatever greens you have. A dandelion green, again, you know, going for vegetal vegetal diversity, okay? Dandelion green, very bitter, highly bitter for a smoothie. Well, I call it, as I've told you, when I like sort of believed I had named something but can't remember if it ended. No, it did. The Rose Garden. I told you. It's when you oh, add a yeah. few berries to a green smoothie to give it a little something. But anyway, this is it's the one thing. Let's talk about talk about devoting your life to an apple. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> this green smoothie world that I was totally sold on. They were like, but because you're going to be drinking so many green smoothies, like th- this was all, I guess, this doesn't make sense. Jesus. All right. All right. Here, here's what I'm trying to say. To there was something yeah. about they had you get this thing to chew on to make sure you didn't lose too much chewing of your chewing muscles. So this this person would just be doing the smoothies. That's insane. I guess they were just drinking smoothies all the time. I, I don't know because but, but it's confusing. But it was something about that. It was like if you're gonna really do it, you know, you need to miss. Like you need, you need bark, to you need a chewing stick. You need to, you need to also chew. chew that's and uh, that's like joyless. But also, yeah. I accept any practice, no matter how outrageous it is, if it's the thing keeping someone from wanting to die, you know? Well, sure. <laughs> yeah. If, if like, it... I remember someone saying, like, <laughs> someone, someone, someone saying, like, like about cognitive behavioral therapy, oh, oh, you're going to write down the event, like, you're going to write down your emotion, and then in the next column, you're going to write down the event that caused it, and then you're going to write down the limiting beliefs or the cognitive errors that you made. Like, that sounds like a great life. And it's like, well, actually, that's it helps what me want to it live. It takes someone. Yeah. Everyone's made a bargain to live. I mean, like everyone has suicide as an option at all times because suicide is always an option. OK. I mean, technically speaking, yeah. everyone's choosing what makes life tolerable for them. Right. Right. Actually, and I think one of the reasons maybe, well, no, I don't want to speak confidently on suicide, but I do think um, we all, 
I don't know. Like sometimes I see people who I feel like have a better understanding of that fact. Like I see them going, well, life's not worth living to me if I have to exercise. So I'm not exercising. You know, they don't say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's like the truth. And I can tell that there's no regret because they know that's the only bargain they're willing to make yeah. with life. Yeah. Like those are the terms of the deal. It's like and we all have those. And I kind of think it's interesting. So, so, so I get, you know, well, I could never give up my blah, blah, blah. But occasionally there are things where you know, something fucks you up enough that you have to be the annoying person who doesn't eat grain or whatever it is, right. you know, or I'm going to go do my CBT journal. Like, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. But wait, but wait, what was the, I can't remember what was exactly before that, that inspired that. Um, um, talk about an apple a day. A bar. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Well, the smoothies, because I was going to say oh, right. that there's this book I bought because this was, I don't know, years ago. And it's all about, and I hate this mm-hmm. food combining. Oh, Okay, which is again one of these things of. So let me get this straight: you're going to devote your entire life to to food, to the order. Or I'm like the order, where it's like, okay, so raw stomach. First, you do mm-hmm. undressed arugula, <laughs> like literally, okay. And then it's like, and then you slowly work in yams, and then if you have to have a little it's lean protein, then you have a you have a lean chicken cutlet with a little lemon on top. It's like, Jeez, by the please. way, if I were Christina Aguilera in 2000. <laughs> And I was on a world tour and -hmm. I had a full staff and it was like Mm -hmm. my body, I had given over my body to, Mm -hmm. to being famous. You know, people that donate their bodies to fame are on a different path. Okay. (laughs) And it's like, and that's why also like flipping through the magazines as a teenager, right? The Us Weekly. Oh, here's the snacks that these stars eat. It's crazy. We're not that your life. You're not on a world tour. You're not Christine Aguilera. Right. So in what world is a snack, 12 almonds and a piece of fruit? And that was something that scarred me permanently. It was 12 almonds and a piece of fruit. It was Christine Aguilera's snack. Oh, well, you know, instead of the Frappuccino in the afternoon to pick pick me up. Yeah, yeah. How about a handful of almonds? Yeah, exactly. Well, well, I mean, I've probably said this. And if you have to, a date. And a medjool date. No, if you must, a medjool date. It's always medjool with these with these people. Um, <laughs> well, I love medjool. It's not medjool, medjool. It's not a date, I guess. Oh, my God. Yes. No, you just reminded me that I was making a dessert with medjool dates that were so good. I was like, I could sell these. I could I could stop my, I could turn over my whole life to this date stuff with almond butter. <laughs> wait, wait. If you turned over your life Okay, to wait, because it's not worth it. But listen. Please. This is a medjool date sliced open. Like a surgeon, mm-hmm. I'd slice it open. I'd mm-hmm. shove in some almond butter. And then I was making, how the hell was I making it? Jacqueline, for the life of me. Oh, I was melting down coconut oil with cacao powder yeah. and some date sugar. Oh my God. Making this kind of cacao liquid syrup stuff. And pouring that in? No. And then I was folding. I was, <laughs> sorry, I don't know why this is making me laugh. It's not funny. I'm enjoying and it. And then I was, I was, I was storing the, I was, I was coating, the, I was coating the almond butter stuffed mutual date in this coconut oil cacao thing, oh. putting them in the freezer. Right, of course. It's a goddamn course, Snickers. I'm not kidding you. It's a goddamn Snickers. I was like, you could serve Damn. these on Halloween to four-year-olds and they would scream with delight. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> and yet they're eating a date. Can they Can they believe it? <laughs> they're eating a date. Yeah. What about sneaking in veggies for your kids? Oh, my God. Oh, well, I hide the broccoli inside then, yeah. of the... There's a whole industry of that. It's like, you know, little chicken nuggets shaped like dinosaurs. I love how I'm like scoffing. It's like, I guess that is real. Like you have to give kids. No, that. totally. I mean, you could also introduce them to but a if, salad. I don't know. I, I just think it's funny to be judgmental. Well, that's the thing. My daughter will be getting a dandelion greens immediately right. to kind of get that palate in shape. But then I'm introducing raw ginger early. Okay. Curry's going in early. I think you should also introduce some cultural institutions that are fast food based. I grew up like a Coca-Cola sweetheart. Like you didn't know what Sparrow was last week. And That's I assumed it was a West Coast, East Coast. Uh, by, by the way, are you joking? I'm, we'll listen back. Now we'll you find know the transcript because I know what Sparrow is. I lived in New York for nine years. OK, we'll, we'll go back. I can't wait to go back. I can't wait because <laughs> I know I'm right. No, I don't even know I'm right. But oh, oh the palate, the palate, because, for example, I want to talk a little more. So you've never had a like a, a TV dinner. I remember feeling great pride as a kid. Not, not lean cuisine, Kate. Okay, no, okay? I've never I'm had talking the 50s base. No, 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 not Stouffer's either. Oh. Okay, let me explain to you the difference, okay? <laughs> Stouffer's, lean cuisine, all of those are a single rectangle filled with usually a single item. Lean cuisine might have a little broccoli on this side and a little oh, thing. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying the delta, the in-flight meal angle. Yes, okay? It's compartments, okay? And the, the true 
So there were two kinds in the supermarket as a kid. There was a smaller one, which I can't remember what its name was. And there was a bigger looking box. And that one was called the Hungry Man. And I always said, I'll take the Hungry Man. (laughs) And I loved it. And it was so good. It had fried chicken in the big compartment. Mm. Then it had mashed potatoes Mm. in another little compartment. I think it was corn, honestly, but it was delicious. Okay. And then in the center compartment, you know, for last, cherry pie. That is incredible. D- Delicious. I think I might have to get one tonight if Whole Foods has the courage to carry it. And I know they don't. Those bastards. They certainly don't. Why is it like just that image? It's like such an image of Americana. It makes me want to enlist in the army tomorrow. Like just just knowing (laughs) that like it's like it does something to me politically. Like (laughs) I get excited. I get like when you hear about cherry pie and mashed potatoes. I can't explain it. It affects my voting record. (laughs) Or like maybe this is like and by the way, I'm aware what, okay, what I'm saying sounds like I'm doing this kind of classist, like kind of like blue collar, like I'm going to eat a Stouffer's and register in the Navy, but it kind of yeah, does, yeah. you know, I think, it could, I mean, it's just the imagery. No. Yeah. But there's a romanticism to it. Exactly. And I, I always think like you can expand upon, I don't know, it's fun to have those things. It's fun to love McDonald's. Okay. You right, know why? Because right, right. then when you're driving through the country. And you're hungry. You get to go home every three blocks. There's you get homes to go right home there. Every three okay, that, <laughs> that is a great ad for McDonald's. <laughs> it's home. We're going to have to go to break. Okay, soon. okay, okay. See you soon. See you soon. <laughs> Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household, in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. 
all these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back, baby. We're back. I got this thing that you would be into from Whole Foods. It's like a keto brownie in a cup. It's like you microwave it. Wait, you got a keto. Oh, is it like, is it a mug cake? It looks like a cup of noodle, but it's like, there's a brownie in yeah. there. And I got kind of yeah, excited. Yeah. And it was on sale. It's, it's like a dollar. And I was like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. It's a mug cake, I believe. I mean, they might call it a brownie, but a big trend in the keto community over the years were these mug cakes where you pour like, oh, yeah. you know, it was like the easiest thing in the world, a tablespoon of almond flour, a little coconut oil, a little whatever, a little whatever, throw it in the microwave for 45 seconds. You've got a little cake. That sounds fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm so excited to get back into bed. Oh, my God. Really? I'm going to force myself to read for half an hour and then I'm going to watch Sex and the City for like three hours. <laughs> I have a huge question. Yeah. Why not the couch? I mean, I feel bad saying this in front of her, but I hate my couch. I took a huge plunge, bought a new couch, really excited. It's not here yet. It's kind of a oh. big adult purchase. You don't want to speak any more on it? You don't want to give any details? I don't That's jinx fine. It. What if it gets ruined in transport? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, to buy a couch. Uh, wow. I know. I, I My couch is like, my couch is, it's not comfortable. The cushions are coming off. It was a West Elm floor model. I went in like two days before Christmas. Okay, it was, I was going to say the West Elm. The, uh, it was already on sale. Yeah. And then I was like. How about this one? I took the floor model home. It had like two buttons missing. So it was like yeah. crazy reduced price. Yeah. It just doesn't work. And it never has. No, I remember. I remember being impressed by it. I remember you sending me a picture of that couch. Um, like five yeah. years ago? Yeah. Wow. No, but I'm excited for the new couch so I can, because this couch is going to foster sleeping mm. and naps. And so the new couch is going to be blanket couch person washing things there. But now... If I really want to get cozy, I got to get back in bed. Okay, interesting. I, you know what intrigues me? I've seen this a lot recently. These these couches <laughs> that are kind of like two lazy boys stuck together with a cup holder in between them. Oh. Okay, you know what I'm talking about, right? They're the height of not interior design. Right, just pure comfort. Right, they're, they're the absolute height of it. Yeah, and I'm kind of, I don't want one, but can you picture it now? It's like, I, it's I, deranged. I, if you like are into interior design, you would never put that in right, right. your house. You've never seen one in a magazine. It's pure function. But it's, there's something like, sometimes I see the people and they put their drink in it, okay? And they sit down and their feet are up. It's like this kind of existence that isn't for anyone else. And there's something about that that I'm intrigued by. What do you mean isn't for somebody else? Well, like no one like thinks those are attractive. Right, right, right. Okay? No, no. I mean, they're quite simply not quite attractive. Punk. Like a cup holder yeah, yeah. is not no, part of, of a not. piece of living room furniture. A cup holder to me, I immediately become panicked because I'm like, <laughs> one size fits all. What if you have a jar? Like it's just, it's too overwhelming for me. <laughs> what but, if, you're, but, if you're drinking out of a mason yeah, jar, you probably don't have do. that couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was at an Airbnb in the last 365 days 
and uh, they had a lazy boy. Oh my god! That had a little button on the side. You press it. It was kind of like a like a yeah. executive lazy boy. It was like a fancy lazy boy or something. Yeah, yeah. It was so comfortable, and the experience of watching <laughs> right. a movie in it was so overwhelming that I immediately it changed went your to, voting it, record. It changed my voting record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went. I went out to the website. Searching furiously, couldn't find it anywhere. I was ready to throw down. I was ready to find a lazy boy you couldn't find. I was ready to find the this specific model, slightly kind of sexy lazy boy. Because I was like, I could read in this for hours. Like, yes, you know what's preventing me from reading for three hours straight? Chair, the right chair. Couldn't agree more. Like, I actually believe that because when I'm. And by the way, I'll get on the couch, <laughs> I'll read. But do I ever make it past the hour mark? Oh, my God. No. Well, to make it past the hour mark, to me, reading starts stirring things up in my brain and there's a quickening. Okay, there's something that happens. And then I get into this state where I want to doze off and it's heaven, even if it's after an hour. Sometimes it's after three sentences. Yeah, yeah. But it does something. It's like, God, to slip away, <laughs> to pass away while reading. <gasps> oh, that's cool. I've never heard that. To pass away while reading would be incredible. Dying with the book. I'm picturing the book like splayed out on the ground. Yes. And then the person who finds you, do they go to the page and then yes. do they put do they imbue that page with meaning? Well, they have to. And then, I mean, the question would be, you'd be looking at the page and you're going, did they read the top sentence of the page or did they read the whole page? Well, no, but my version, the book just fell. So it's like fate opened the book to a certain page. Oh, I thought it was splayed. And that, that page somehow has some like final word on that person's life. Well, I happened upon one of these articles of last words or something like that. Oh, some of them, you know, you get that feeling they planned it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, they, they've been cooking theirs up for years. They're like, is that all there is? And then yeah, they yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they're like, like there was someone who had a joke about having the final word or something, you know, like whatever. No, by the way, I know exa- I've read the same like short list of famous final words because I remember <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah, like cause it, it's like people are big on that and they're big on like, you know what I want to have on my grave? Yeah. Um, they're big on that. Yeah, I used to be really focused on my grave in elementary school. I really? Like, yeah, I feel like I had like, big plans for my grave. My mom, this is actually, this is, I don't know if you know the story, I'll just say, this is a big foundational story for me. Yeah. My mom once took me out of school early. So I bet she took me out of school early. That seems a little dramatic. It was something where I should have been in school. <laughs> and she was like, we're going somewhere special. And I was like, oh, where are we going? And she took me to visit Marilyn Monroe's grave. Oh, wait, I think I remember this because this is exactly the kind of romantic L.A. kind of thing that would come from you and I and would stick with me for ages. And I Leaving remember school to visit. I was like too young, meaning that I kind of like didn't get like I was kind of like, why are we here? Mm. Like now like I see she was kind of doing this fun thing and kind of like, look at this because but. I was not old enough to, like, it took, you know, it was like 10 years later that I realized kind of that that was sort of an interesting, yeah, like romantic thing to do. Do you remember this? Who's buried in Grant's tomb? No clue. That was like a brain teaser. And it was like, Grant. I hate brain teasers. Because they don't tease. They insult. Yeah. They degrade. The answer is Grant. Because, like, it was one of these things where the answer is right there. You know, but you're freaked out by the question. Like, Who's buried in Grant's tomb? Oh, and you're like, I see what you're saying. Oh, Lincoln? Uh, uh, like, yeah, yeah. Grant. That doesn't seem like a teaser to like, me. Do you remember that either. thing about it was like bread, toast? Oh, like, oh, what do you put in a fuck? What do you put in a something or something? What do you put in a something or something? What do you put in a toaster? Toast. No bread. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it was like this thing where you get them going on their brain. Do you remember this? Kate, what's a goatee? Like, just goatee. tell me what a goatee is. Is <laughs> I'm stumped, Doc. No, no, this isn't a trick. A goatee is yeah, just a like define a goatee. Ha- quickly. It's, it's a patch of hair underneath the lower lip. Okay, wow. I just want to tell the viewers she didn't move her hands. The, the the goatee joke that I guess moved through my community at one point was yeah, someone to define a goatee, and they you know rub their chin while they're describing it as if they're stroking their goatee. They're like, it's one of these. And they, they do this. Okay. You didn't do it. You went hyperverbal. <laughs> More signs that you're... Okay. Sorry. No, no, no. Theta broke in. That one's not a brain teaser. Okay. Theta's like, how is that a brain teaser? It's more like a one of these things like, you did it. You did the thing that everyone does. Like, that's all it is. It's like, it's almost like, um, oh, let's see if someone yeah. defines a goatee without using their hands. It's just like a little... It's like one of these things that I don't even know. That's mm. definitely not a brain teaser. That's like schoolyard like, nothingness yeah, yeah. 
Like, it's like these little things. Like, it almost reminds me of like, there was a thing about like, look, how do you look at your nails? And it was like, oh, yeah. And I was like that. You turn it in like a claw or you spread it out like another claw. And they're like, you're a girl. Yeah. And I always looked at my nails. I think they're they're like, you look like, like at your nails like a boy. Like, yeah. And uh, that was a, obviously like stupid thing. Then there was that thing about your toe, your second toe. I don't remember that. Queerness being located in the in your second toe being longer than your big toe. I thought it was an index finger thing. Well, that probably as well. I mean, all those things, what are they? Those are just so those are just people on the playground looking to just talk about that. Like it's like an entry point. Yeah. It's like I want to talk about sex. Like yeah. sex or like yeah. Did you want to talk about sex when you were a kid? Did I want to talk about sex what? Here's a, here's a question I have. Because I yeah. really was obsessed with sex, like always, and wanted to talk about it and everything. And I'm like, is that just kind of, is that everyone's experience? And just some people talk about it or don't? Or are some people actually, no, some people are genuinely like kids don't, some kids don't want to talk about sex or make someone comfortable. I mean, I would assume <laughs> so. It's so, an yeah. obvious question. But I'm just like, <laughs> no, I mean, I would, I would assume so. I mean, I, I think like curiosity is fairly common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember though, but I remember being like, I remember this girl like sitting next to me once like with a binder and like she opened it. It was the Trapper Keeper and it was like she opened the final lip of the Trapper Keeper and like she had drawn a naked woman in there. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, I was like shocked. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Hidden in the fold of the Trapper Keeper. I was going to say the labial fold yeah. contained yet another fold. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. I remember looking at yeah. looking up in the dictionary the word sex with like, it's like, you know, seven kids huddled around a dictionary. Of course. Looking up the word sex. I mean, it's very sweet. Oh, you'll love this. I, I mean, I'm set, really setting it up. But just I remember in sixth grade science class, Mr. Gross, I think he was like the day one, he hands out the science textbooks. And he's like, okay, everyone turn to page 79 through 83. That's where the anatomy pictures are. Like, get a good look now. Like, you all want to look look now wow you know what i mean like get out of the way instead of like i don't know what people like in the corner yeah yeah like turning to page 79 yeah good for good for doc for mr gross wait what good for mr gross i'd like an early memory right now from second grade <laughs> i'm serious can you remember second grade I, don't, I can't locate the second grade specifically in the timeline okay this is interesting that's huge because we talked about this i can't locate last week oh i have one Yep. Well, I did first grade twice, I think. <laughs> so things got a little scrambled. <laughs> You're not <down> there. sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I went to the school where there like weren't really grades. It was like you were in like Peggy's class, or you were in Kim's class, or you were in right. like they like obscured it. Just as I suspected. Yeah. From your free spirit. And I remember there was a bathroom that had it was just a room with two toilets, no um divider. No, nothing. Just two, I swear to God, just two toilets side by side, right? That's disgusting. I'm in shock. It's unacceptable. And I remember opening it and Peggy, my teacher, was sitting on one of the toilets. Okay. I have the same story. <laughs> I have a very similar story. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So in first grade, my teacher, there was a there was a bathroom in the class. I guess they didn't want to send first graders down the hall. Okay. You know, there's a bathroom <laughs> in the classroom. And I remember walking over there. It did have a stall in it, a single stall in it. However, because it was for kindergartners, it was a very low door stall. Yeah, yeah, cute. And so I go in and my teacher was peeing in there oh, and God. I could see his head. Oh, like, God. I could see like his head and shoulders. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> and so I was like pretty shocked by that. Like just the existence of, you know, his piss stream. <laughs> Have I talked? Hearing I've a talked piss stream piss as a child thing, is right? really. Hearing it. Like the sound of one's father's piss stream. Ew. <laughs> Permanent damage. Well, wait. Permanent damage. I've probably said it. I've probably said it. Are you ready? But because it's huge for me about piss stream. Okay. <laughs> I always associate this, the sound you hear. Let's say you go into the bathroom. Picture yourself, Kate. Okay? okay. You start pissing. You hear the sound in your head. Of my own piss. Yes. Okay. Guess what? Okay. And I, you probably know this, but the sound you're hearing is the sound of the piss hitting the water. It's not the sound of the piss coming out of you. I know, I know that. Of course I know that. <laughs> okay. No, that's okay. Wait, did, did you, you just say I know that? What? Did you say I know? Of course did you I, say know I know that. that. Yeah, but here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> okay. I technically do too. And yet I don't because, because, and here's how I know I don't. The first time I pissed in the woods, I was shocked by the silence. <laughs> Oh my God! No, it's hitting the the autumn leaves. Well, or not in the case of the woods. In the woods, Moss. it was just hitting earth. Okay, and yeah. so there was nothing. Yeah, yeah, there was oh, nothing. Oh, well, the best thing is peeing on, on the beach. I have a complete. I was taught this summer. I can now. It's like I love to like 
peacock with it. I I have an incredible <laughs> method. I can pee on the beach. No, with people all around. You dig a hole. You want to talk about silent pissing? <laughs> okay, you dig a okay. hole. This works for all genders. Okay, this is huge. You dig a hole, and what you do is then you sit with your legs like. A, how okay. do I describe this? Like um, in a wide V? No, not a wide V. Both to one side. If you can imagine, like both of your yeah. Oh, I got it now. Like a mermaid. So okay. You, you just position right over where the hole is. You let it rip, and no one this is huge. could ever know what you're doing. Sometimes I have a phone there as a prop. But um, they can't see. Maybe from a certain angle, if someone were standing, you know, right over you, they'd be able to see. But no one can see. You've dug a hole. How wide is the diameter of the hole? It's small. It's like the size Three of inches it's like or like eight. Maybe two palms. It's like maximum. It's like two palms. Two palms. Two palms. Oh, okay, worth. okay. Yeah. The palm of a hand. You, you mean the lean protein suggestion that's always given? Yeah, the, about two lean proteins. Maybe a four. Of, maybe four I lean enjoy proteins. A deck of cards. That's you know, a deck of cards oh for a piece God. of protein. For, yeah, oh a deck of cards God. of veal. Wait, okay. So you're on your side like a mermaid sort of. You sort of see, I think I would it would be more obvious, but I think I would squat. No, no, once you're squatting. No, because I squat all the time. I squat all the time. And so I would do it like I was just chatting with my friend. Okay, they'd have to be really close. Yeah, that would really <laughs> And I'd be wrapped. But then your vagina is I'd be wrapped in a towel. For all to see. <laughs> no, I mean, because you're still well, you're just pulling your bathing suit aside, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I I just I know what I would need to do to keep it natural. Okay. There would be You would overperform the squat. Oh, but imagine, you know, it'd be so funny. If you did the whole thing where you, you know, when you're buried up to your neck, that little gag, uh-huh, which I uh-huh. find terrifying and won't do. I was never buried up to my piss. neck. And I think we have to say something. I was never buried up to my neck in sand. Yeah. And I feel like that really affected me. <laughs> I knew that was no what one, was about. You no feel ever, robbed. You feel I robbed. I didn't get to experience that. I feel robbed. I didn't get to experience I the glee either. of children burying me in sand. I think it's really scary. Okay. Because you're immobilizing. It's like that syndrome we we're talking about. It's you're immobilizing the entire body and your head's there on the ground. And it's like, what if someone came over and stuffed something in your mouth and nose? OK, <gasps> you die in minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like like you're just like you're like drownable. Really like you're, you're, you're drownable. You're killable. Oh, my God. Imagine if the surf came. Oh, my God. I mean, you talk about this in your act, but the vulnerability of the head. <laughs> What's that sound? Wait, Jacqueline, can we go to the beach. You've been in L.A. Yes. We've never gone to the beach together. I know. And I, I remember. Can I pick you up for a beach day soon, please? Yes. Listen how look, me. Look how my, am I whining? I know. Why am I so? Uh, well, you do a baby voice to, to <laughs> entreat those you beg to oh give you God. what you please. And it works. I it hate, works. When I slip into You're baby like, voice, no. I'm so ashamed of baby voice. And I once heard, I think it was through Poog. I heard myself doing baby voice off camera. And it was like oh, yeah. the most horrifying. I was like, I will never do that again. Like my I genitals know, instantly dropped off my body. I was like. Well, they say not to do it if you want to maintain a kind of sexual you know, relationship. erotic. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I know because everyone runs towards Bullshit, everyone though. runs Everyone's it fucked. towards it because it feels so great to just be babies. That's what we or something yeah. like akin to it. God, I mean the 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 self infantilization in my own home, uh, you know that I partake in. One time in New York, I went down the five flights of stairs. This was our fifth floor walk up. I slipped on the last couple of stairs, kind of <laughs> fell. My elbow banged in a way that really like Aww. hurt me deep in my core. And I sat there and I could have gotten up, but instead yeah. I texted Chris. <laughs> I fell from downstairs. Like I'm downstairs. I fell like, yeah. and I didn't get up like until I got a response. Yeah, totally. I think that's okay. I think that's, that's wanting to be witnessed. I think we discussed I, this. I wanting to, to be witnessed. Deeply. I relate to that deeply. I'm trying to do that more in my life now is resist doing that. As you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, but what did you, oh, the beach, the beach, the beach. We're at time, but I, but I want to take you to the beach. I'm, yes. I'm really overwhelmed by the urge. No, well, I am, you know, the ocean is all I care we've about. We've never gone, we, our feet, we've never been in the ocean together, Jacqueline. Is that true? Yes, it's true. It's true. It's absolutely true. Okay, that's changing. Nor a lake, nor a mountain. No, we've been on one mountain. No body of water. Okay. Okay. Um, and then we're also going to talk about blue, uh, fuck, I can't remember the book's <laughs> called, but it's, it's called like blue something, okay? <laughs> and it's like, it's like on the benefits of being in near or around water. Oh, I and love that. And it'll change okay. everything. I believe that. As a bath person. Okay. We got to go. Um, I'm going to go eat some ravioli. Mm, okay. That was Poog. If you enjoyed Poog, please subscribe, rate, and review. If not, we will press charges.
Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu, whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.